Welcome back. This is Anime Death Spiral, the only anime podcast that now has a lifetime ban from Vatican City. So we have a different approach this week. Uh, Remy, do you want to talk about uh, what we're about to watch? Uh, well, first, I just do want to say uh, I love all religions equally. They're all equally valid. Uh, no, just like leave it. Just leave it. What? I'm j- I'm being affirming. I don't. What's the what's the problem? <laughs> uh, okay. Why don't we talk about the one true religion, One Piece? Ah, uh, yes. I know it's a little. It's still a futile subject with you because I know uh, what One Piece is. We just established that, like. I, you know, I I watched it as a kid, which, God, that makes me sound (laughs) old. Um, You... I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But it it was on, like, Saturday morning cartoons. It's been on Toonami for ages. Like, I've seen a comparatively insignificant portion of One Piece, but at least, like, a full 26-episode season's worth. So okay, I know that's okay. not a lot. I know it's not a lot, but I know what One Piece is. Come on, give me credit. Okay, if you've only watched the first 24 episodes, that'll probably be this season of television, right? Yeah. That, I mean, it's a Netflix but, show. Well, okay, so you wanted us to have kind of a fresh viewing on the show. I went and watched it beforehand, and uh, I recognize pretty much everything in this trailer. Like, I, everything that they show here is something that I do remember happening on the show. Well, let's go into it. Let's, we're going to watch this teaser trailer, uh, and let's discuss what you remember, what you don't remember, uh, thoughts, opinions. Let's do it. Ready? Okay. One, two, three, play. Uh. <laughs> so, I mean, already they're doing this, uh, um... You know, like the classic trailer thing, it fades in with the saccharine piano music. Uh, he's talking about following his dreams. It is immediately too earnest for anything uh, One Piece related. I do appreciate that they validate the the Luffy is Brazilian. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, that's, that's just that's canon. Fun. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Correct way to play. You know, I don't like how realistic this shit is, though. I mean, it really looks weird and bad. Go. Oh, sorry, the they just did the little preview of Buggy the Clown. Yes, you don't like that. You don't like that he's it. You know, the the costumes are not doing it for me from what I'm seeing here. Well, okay, so everybody looks too clean for one thing. I mean, Luffy is supposed to be like wearing basically disintegrating clothes well because he's uh, a homeless orphan also a criminal like let's not let's not look past that well he's a pirate wow okay i think buggy was really the only like story surprise thing i think they showed uh everything else was extremely generic stuff which makes sense it is just a teaser it is just basically a costume and character reveal yeah, I mean, it, it gave us a little uh, look at what the style, the cinematography is going to be like, which honestly is not great from from what I saw. A lot of, they can't get past that, what do you call it? Like uh, the soap opera look where everything looks very much like, or um, the new Hobbit movies. 
it's too well lit it's too well lit everything is very obviously on a, a cg to hell soundstage it, it looks too bright and too fake and they borrowed the boats from master and commander and they painted them pink which you know <laughs> good pay. for them but i can't and people say this a lot i can't think of a worse art style to have to adapt to live action what the notas yeah it it is looney tunes it's it's it is you know i don't say that in a bad way uh I regret to say that for a long time I like didn't like One Piece because I thought I just I didn't like the art it didn't click with me. Um I've become a lot more open to Philistine. cartoony st- I know. I know. I I'm trying to apologize here. I'm trying to express character growth. Uh Yeah, you better. You know, I get it. I get what his style is trying to do with the exaggerated proportions and uh you know the ultra cartoony kind of noodle uh, uh flow of things i get it what do you get <laughs> that it's bugs bunny it's bugs bunny it's it's literally anime looney tunes and you just can't you just can't do that with live action without it looking supremely stupid you know this is like one oh, of hold those... on hold on you tell that to robin williams okay uh tell that to shelly duvall uh <laughs> tell that to who played who played bluto in the popeye movie was it john goodman could it possibly have been john goodman oh i don't know i gotta look that up i've never seen the live action popeye movie you should watch that that's an anime that's a live action anime adaptation uh that we should put definitely put on the list uh paul l smith I'm unfamiliar with it. Oh my god, okay. Uh Paul L. Smith was the guy that played the like the other Harkonnen nephew alongside Sting in Dune. In the wow. better Dune. Uh speaking of uh, translating cartoon. Uh I I don't know. I yes, they are I think obviously they're fucked from the beginning. Yeah. Like I mean, you know my stance about these adaptations. They should just do their own thing as much as possible and say fuck you to the source material. That is the only way to get through this shit. I know people think that sounds, like, demeaning, like they shouldn't care about the source material, but it's like everybody who's like, I'm a huge fan, uh, I'm I'm going to be faithful to the uh, the the source material, I'm going to make all the fans happy. Every time they say some shit like that, it sucks. Like, almost every time. You don't want fans making your stuff, you guys. Oh, absolutely I promise not. You. Uh, if you let fans make your stuff, they're going to end up, like, fanning all over it, uh, you know, for lack of a better term. They are trying to recreate their idealized version of why they like the show and not actually adapting it into a new format with intent. You know, not to use the most obvious example, but like R.I.P. to that Watchmen movie, man. Oh that, boy! Uh, <laughs> you do not want fans making <laughs> your you your know what uh, you of fans to like get your work wrong. Zack Snyder was the absolute worst person to to uh, to get that you know result with, right? <laughs> Out of all the fans to misinterpret uh, your writing, Zack Snyder was one of them. 
the he is i believe the king of missing the point uh <laughs> he's so good at it uh like multiple gold medalists well i mean we should have known from the start because his first movie the uh, remake of dawn of the dead was hey isn't it took hey isn't capitalism like kind of fucked up to uh hey isn't like a mall kind of a cool place to hang out in during the zombie apocalypse yeah hey it doesn't that actually look kind of fun yeah like hey they <laughs> uh, he he saw the bikers you know hitting the zombies in the face with pies some of the more uh i would say tongue-in-cheek jokes from the original dawn of the dead and was just like oh that's actually cool and and awesome and legal i'm gonna do that I'm just going to do that. That's cool. People really liked that movie, though. <laughs> I don't remember liking it very much, but people really liked it. Yeah, it kind of kicked off that, like, zombie uh, wave that we've kind of been writing for the last 15 years. Yeah, people were really into it. Uh, and specifically Zack Snyder's version of it, which makes me very sad. But he, I think that's his most successful adaptation. I guess I agree with the other people. In that, like, he didn't really give a fuck what, like, dawn of the dead was doing like not on any kind of fundamental level actually no really i gotta liked... i gotta interject there i think 300 is his most faithful adaptation only because his zack snyder and frank miller are already on the same page if you know what i mean okay yes that is his most successful adaptation because that is a work that just stylistically and ideologically meshes into his own work so thoroughly yeah uh yeah they were really bored for each other <laughs> but like uh, that's a once in a lifetime uh coincidence that you have like two people who can like dialogue with each other's work in that way two people with the same uh mental illness <laughs> <laughs> in exactly the same mental illness wavelength that they're at well it's like uh it's like the evil negaverse version of sam raimi and bruce right <laughs> yeah I think that they mesh in very much the same way, just in a polar uh, opposite way than than Zack and, and Frank. Yes, they click together in a, a certainly more menacing way. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think there's anybody on Earth who can do that with uh, Oda's work. So I think option two is still really your best bet. When it comes to One Piece, like, take it as weird and fucked up as uh, you want without any consideration for the comic. Okay, just hold on. Forget about the comic. Hear me out. Hear me out. I just had an okay. idea. Yeah. Henry Selick and Leica Studios doing a stop motion, like, doll uh, adaptation of One Piece. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, there's so many dream versions of this project you can imagine. Like, I always, you know, I keep saying over and over again, the I want Ghibli to do the Berserk movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that would be perfect. Mm -hmm. um, Great idea. Love in, that. In, in, like, in like the Nausicaa style, I think would, like, work really well. Mm -hmm. This is something that, like, Pop Team Epic does really well, right? In that <laughs> they... Uh, they do that kind of play around with uh, formats and mediums and styles like that constantly. Uh, there's incredible needle felt recurring bit 
uh, needle felt animation on Pop Team Epic, which is just so fucking killer. It just kicks ass so hard. Mm-hmm. Go watch Pop Team Epic. It's in fucking amazing. But like, yeah, a claymation I think would work really well. I think honestly, they should just do that as an episode of the show. Sure. Do 24 minutes and just put it out as a claymated version. I would love that. Like, get playful with I it. Do like a Gumby claymation, like get real interpretive with what they can do. Sure. What if the Netflix series was just that, like an interpretation of the first uh, arc uh, in different art styles, like the Star Wars vision stuff? Once again, Star Wars is taking up resources better used elsewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> I think in a, a One Piece anthology like that would have been absolutely like... 100 percent a slam dunk it would have been a slam dunk everyone would have loved your shit yeah or like a like a what was that other show death love and robots yes yeah the anthology stuff yeah so that was that. more like um, like steam filmmaker shit and unity works for the most part a lot of it ended up being like rotoscoping which isn't my favorite i don't hate it but isn't my favorite you know it's it has its charm sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it has its charms. Uh, I'm not super against it. Uh, I really like um, uh, a scanner darkly. I think that shit kicks ass. <laughs> really, really good. Oh, Rotoscopy uh, looks great you in that for movie. That Keanu. Is he in a scanner darkly? I remember. He's the main guy in a scanner darkly. He's the main guy. I only remember Robert Downey Jr. because I thought his performance was really, really great. Yeah, at what point? You like at one point, Keanu Reeves just became the guy to adapt William Gibson stories. Uh, has he done more than Ben Affleck? I'm not sure. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm unfamiliar yeah. with uh, what uh, Benny's been in. Benny's just done another one recently. I don't know if it's a real Gibson or a knockoff Gibson or what, but it it has exactly the same vibe as Paycheck. Was Paycheck a Gibson? Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. That's We Can Remember It For You that turned into uh, the, the Schwarzenegger one. Oh, um, Total Recall. Yes. I love that. Love the- that movie. Might be might be mixing some of those stories up, but uh, it's uh, in the general area of truth. Just take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, even that style would be great. What if they had a rotoscoped version of One Piece on Netflix? That would be cool. <laughs> I, uh, I literally mean, anything. That literally I, anything other than what they have presented to yes, us right now. I guess. I guess that's what we're saying. Literally any other thing than this, than the <laughs> thing we just watched, because it looks stupid as hell. Uh, the costumes look bad. Uh, everything looks too realistic. The casting choices, I guess, are f- fine. I I don't think that's the problem. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't the f- like Luffy saying weird, uh, like mumblecore jokes. Not interested in that. Yeah, I, I'm not into the you know the what 2010s quippy style humor uh, that you see so much these days. That is not Luffy at all. That is not Luffy at all. Not even close. Not even the same arena. It's like, what are you doing, man? You know, it's been a while, but his whole thing is that he's like, he's kind of an airhead, right? Sort of. He is, uh, 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 <laughs> to sound as pretentious as possible, he is a traditional Bacchanalian. <laughs> he just does what he wants. He lives purely to satisfy his immediate desires. That's who he is. Okay, so he's he's he only Kirby. has one long term goal. 
He is Kirby. I mean, there are sequences where he is Kirby. Yes. He literally sucks up a bunch of stuff and turns into a big round balloon guy. That happens multiple times. Multiple times in arc, even. Uh, So you're not far off there. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. It's really weird. It's a weird thing that this exists. And I know it's wholly because people at Netflix know that anime is becoming this dominant force and they they don't only see things in terms of dollar signs. So when they look out into the field of anime, they just see these stacked bar graphs of like money uh, coming in and money <laughs> going out. And they see one piece off in the distance, like Mount Sauron. And like, <laughs> okay, we got to do this shit. It's one piece time, baby. We're I, making live out of actions. Now I wonder Let's how Oda feels about this because his name was, it was up there. Big letters. He, they said he was involved and he was like approving shit. So I don't know. Uh, hmm. I, I always take that with a grain of salt. Well, what if he just says no? Like, what are they going to do? Like shut down the production? What I'm interested to know is when this deal was signed and whether or not that was before or after the uh, Netflix adaptation of Cowboy Bebop came out. Uh, I wonder how an Oda felt when when the reaction came out to that one. Who knows? Uh, I'm certain he wouldn't tell the truth about it in public. <laughs> I, you know, let's maybe in a few years, but not now. Uh, not that the guy is in just like legend status can do whatever he wants, but uh, he yeah, has I don't too know. much to lose at this point. He's well, he, hey, he's he's turning the boat right now towards the ending. He's gotta he's gotta play his cards just right. Uh, as he he bows out of this behemoth, I really it makes me sad thinking like this is gonna be the big American One Piece release. Well, uh, it's you know actually like take solace in the fact that it's not going to be any better or any worse than the other American like major shonen releases. Uh, <laughs> like after this, we're just waiting on Naruto, basically, right? Naruto. Oh, they'll probably do a Naruto at some point. There have to be, right? Oh, there's uh, gotta be an American Naruto adaptation in the works somewhere. Uh, I'm thinking Apple somewhere. TV Plus. Well, there is a live action Saint Seiya coming. <laughs> I hey, think that Tim might Apple, be hit me up. I got ideas. Hey, uh, you want really bad live action adaptations? I have got you covered, my man. <laughs> what do you want? I'll make it suck so bad. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Uh, I got I got a book full of these things. We should talk. Oh, my God. Let me talk to you about Initial D for a second. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> okay. First look, of all, there's so, already an American adaptation of Initial D, and it's called Fast and the Furious. Well, Tokyo Drift, uh, as close as we're going to get, probably, to a, a live-action American adaptation. Tell you what. Let's why don't we to close this out? Let's watch the Metalocalypse trailer. Oh as well. yeah, you were talking about wanting to watch that. Uh, see, I have been kind of apathetic. That sucks. On... I don't care. I want to watch this trailer. Okay, hold on. Let me pull <laughs> Death, it up. Death Clock. Death Clock fucking rolls. Uh, they're still one of my favorite metal bands. Like uh, uh, unironically, uh, they fucking. Oh, unironically. Uh, unironically, I love Death Clock. Metalocalypse trailer. Let's do this. This is the one to really get excited about. Uh, Army of Doomstar. Hell yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is all stuff I'd expect to see. <laughs> it's all good shit. 
so far. We got the band playing. We got some metal shit. I'm very excited, first of all, to get new Death Clock songs. That's that's very cool. Sure. Always the best part. Yes. And I know the Doomstar Requiem stuff has been, like, coming for a very, very long time. I I can't kind of can't believe that this is actually happening because it was like a rumor for years and years. Well, Metalocalypse got caught up in that merger, right? Uh, initially, it was going to get another season on uh, Adult Swim, and then it got canned again for like the fifth or sixth time yeah they killed the show a lot i think when you were talking about noticing it's a change in the show i think that was one of the handovers when brendan small was mostly just writing the songs and touring with uh uh mastodon talk about a dream job writing cartoons and touring i know well it's just it's crazy that uh the guy that did home movies all the way back when we were like 11 on Adult Swim uh, is fucking torn with Mastodon writing a multi-season epic about uh, death metal. I mean, that's dope as hell. It's great. It's just, it's one hell of a career arc. Um, Yeah, I'm into that. I like Metalocalypse just fine. Um, I I definitely want to see where they end the series because i'm assuming that this is meant to be kind of like the end cap for everything right do you think uh the band will die they'll finally be sacrificed to the elder gods or whatever the fuck's happening <laughs> uh yeah i could see it either it just happening as a course of the prophecy or doing like a one-off gag where they stop the prophecy and then they all die in a stupid way anyway uh, right at the end. <laughs> well, either way, I'm excited just to have new Death Clock songs, to be honest. I, even if the movie sucks, I'm glad to have more songs out because I listen to those first two albums, like, mm-hmm. still quite a lot. They fucking rule. Death Clock fucking kicks ass. All right. You want to take a break and uh, when we come back, we can talk about something else? I'm going to listen to Death Clock for a little bit. Uh, get back in the mood here. Go clear your mind. Get in the zone. Okay, mermaider, 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 mermaider. All right, uh, speaking of adaptations, um, you know, Netflix obviously. Uh, notorious for them at this point because of the Death Note one in particular. Uh, but you just watched... Well, I still haven't brought myself to watch any of the other Netflix adaptations because there's still, like you said, the Death Note one and the Cowboy Bebop one, both notoriously bad. Not well yes, received. Though, the Death Note one at least uh, brief. Mercifully yeah. brief. That was just uh, a movie. Yeah that's what i mean well i it was longer than 90 minutes so you know that's still probably a little too long than it needed every movie that's over 90 minutes is too long <laughs> so anyway you you bucked my commands and instead of watching the death note movie you watched the live action kaguya sama movie yeah so that was kind Why? of a it was it was a spur of the moment kind of thing cuz i've been rereading or not rereading i've been reading the manga for for kaguya love is war i've seen the anime last episode i talked about the movie yeah we've talked about it a lot 
Yeah, I love the anime. Really liked it. Wanted to catch up on the manga. We have talked about Kaguya-sama like more than probably any other sh- like manga. It's great. Or if you haven't that's, read it, you guys should read it. <laughs> I can't. I just. I never would have guessed that at all uh, before we started this. But okay, go go ahead. We, clearly, we really love Kaguya-sama. I do. I I I love Kaguya-sama. <laughs> I think it's really great. Okay, keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Well, and so we've been talking about the live action stuff a little bit. We talked about it earlier. We were talking about last episode. And I just kind of saw this. And I remember because uh, I flew to Portugal a few months ago. And it, the live action adaptation was one of the films available as an in-flight movie. <laughs> That's really funny. And I regret not watching it on the plane. Uh, so I decided it would have been a good plane watch. Uh, I watched the movie Filth on a plane, and if I had not watched it on a plane, I probably would have not uh, taken anything from that movie. But because I watched it on a plane, I was like, this is fucking great. (laughs) 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 I realized halfway through, not the best movie to be watching on a plane, but I still really enjoyed it. And it had a a very intense emotional impact on me that I ascribe 100% to being off the ground. Uh, to be fair, I elected to read uh, all of Berserk on that plane ride instead of watching the Kaguya movie. So I think I made the right choice in that particular moment. Well, it's hard to argue with that. So anyway, I've been reading the manga. I had that memory of not watching it on the plane. And so I decided to give it a shot. And uh, it is not great. Um and so I just wanted to say that, uh, dear listener, you can rest assured that it's not just Netflix or Hollywood that's bad at adapting anime. Uh, in fact, uh, <laughs> Japan is also bad at adapting anime <laughs> into live action. They're very bad. You know, funny that you say that because one of the recent mini arcs on Oshinoko that they finally got through was the uh, bad anime adaptation arc, which I thought was very funny. Uh, he, what, one of the characters ends up on a shoot for like a shoujo manga that like no one's putting any effort into, mm-hmm. and the it makes it makes the mangaka cry. <laughs> that's like that's very that's intense to get into in your own manga about the entertainment industry but uh uh yeah it happens and uh uh sometimes uh the manga author uh remarks on it and those remarks are always heartbreaking well you know i i've been reading uh as i've been reading uh the manga chapters they've been kind of chronicling chronicling the success of the manga and then into the anime adaptation and then into the we're getting a live action movie uh and i did notice that after the hype for the live action movie uh they did not make mention of it uh mention of it again so far uh uh, in the little author blurbs at the end of the chapters don't worry don't worry when it comes out on blu-ray they'll they'll get to it (laughs) But I'm I'm trying to figure out why nobody seems to be able to to get this right. It, because the two flavors of adaptation, the two genders of adaptation that I've encountered are either uh, leaning hard in on trying to recreate the visual aesthetic of the the drawn or animated style. 
or going hard the other direction and trying to do an ultra gritty realistic reimagining of of what those look like um you know sure they're similar to the neither 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 has has had a lot of success you know that's that's what we were talking about before right there's like two ways you either you do it incredibly earnestly or you do your own thing Mm -hmm. those are really the only two ways when you talk about those like gritty realistic ones those definitely feel like somebody decided to do it their own way except their own way happened to be like uh, a series of flow charts that are like six years out of date (laughs) well okay have you seen the death note live action yes i have okay where does that fall yes i have spectrum of live action adaptations that i've seen well of, of those two styles does it try and go super cartoony because i've seen like still shots and clips of what uh what's the um, the the death god's name ryuk ryuk yeah um Reduk. and you know i know they did some heavy adapting on on what light and l look like uh chiefly being 20 uh, somethings from seattle as opposed to japanese yes. teenagers um, it is very strange. That one uh, tries to split the difference by having Ryuk in a very cartoony, weird, monstery style, but having everything else be pretty much like it has a very, very lightweight version of a Pushing Daisies or even a, maybe like a little tiny sprinkle of Tim Burton tossed on top of a very standard like high school uh, American high school show. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. It's a weird aesthetic. Um, Hmm. so it definitely does, uh, our second camp where it leans away very hard from its source material because it, it tries to play. I would say here's, here's the, here's the incredible, almost LaCroix, uh, (laughs) spirit water flavor, uh, aesthetic they try to inject into the death note movie is like a very kind of ooh what if this was like a fairy tale you know uh they sprinkle a little bit on top of it sure uh, just to kind of uh i guess lampshade the fact that like a fucking book falls from heaven and a guy uses it to like shoot up his school like they just needed something on top of that you know hey uh filmmakers stop doing magical realism you're not in art school anymore wow this is this is <laughs> the return guy on this podcast uh actually realism is the only true artistic form uh what do you mean realism's its own genre back in your cage it's weird it's a fucking weird movie and i i looked up our list and you know what there's only maybe Dragon Ball and Avatar as worse fucking adaptations that I can think of. I think every other anime adaptation is better than that Death Note. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, big words. Headshot. But Headshot. I, I think I fundamentally agree with that. You know, the the Avatar remake is notorious. How could you do? Bad. You haven't fucking watched it. No, you have not seen it yet. You cannot. You cannot categorically <laughs> agree with me. You need to watch it and then tell me okay. what's wrong. With okay, it. fine. <laughs> you I'm not going to do it. Get out of it like I that. don't even like Death You Note. are going to do it. You are going to do it. You are going to watch a bunch of these live action adaptations, <laughs> and I'm going to force you to do it. <laughs> is that what this show is now? It's that's what it's going to be All soon. Right. 
So get ready for that. Well, okay. Well, we watched you, the uh, the order. Watched the Ghost in the Shell one. Yeah, we've ticked off a couple of them. You watched most of this Kaguya one, so we'll take that off the list. Okay. Is uh, <laughs> hold on, because we okay. We uh, we both went and watched Ghost in the Shell in the movie theater, uh, and it was Way like to a brag about it. Oh, it's not a brag, sir. Uh, <laughs> I am stop bragging. I am airing my trauma. This dude cannot stop bragging about going to the movie theater. <laughs> Back when I was brave enough to go to a movie theater. Yeah, now, <laughs> these still, good old days. I know. Uh, although the man that spider verse that spider verse has really tempted me i think my plan is to go uh i think my plan is to go do a double feature of that and barbie if they're in theaters at the same time they they will be don't worry they will be okay so okay let me ask you this real quick okay is the ghost in the shell movie worse than than death note no no immediate no okay why no it's not because stuff happens in Ghost in the Shell that is like fun to watch, uh, you know, like kicks and kicks and punches. Oh, okay. I, it, did have, it did uh, have some action. It, it did have some pretty egregious changes. Oh, it it had awful shit. I'm look. I, this is not a defending Ghost in the Shell movie. I'm just saying uh, there were cool kicks and punches, and I I could look at the cool kicks and punches. Uh, couldn't do that in Death Note. Couldn't do that. Not there are no cool kicks and punches in Death Note. Uh, maybe some kicks and punches, but not cool ones. Okay, but Death Note has Willem Dafoe. That's got to count for something. That is great. That is truly great. Uh, yes, that does count for something. Um, for how much? You're gonna have to tell me because honestly, uh, it's mostly just a big CGI puppet. Okay. All right. All right. I will go watch the Death Note movie and I'll get back to you. Uh, I'm not gonna like it. It, you won't like it. I could promise you that. Uh, but it will be a part of a sequence. So there is a whole sequence of these. Okay, I'm just I'm just getting out in front of it. Okay, all right, all right. You're gonna be watching that at at you're gonna be watching at least Death Note, Alita, and uh, Edge of Tomorrow. You're gonna at least be watching those. Okay, well, I want to stop talking about live action adaptations because the longer we stay on this subject, the closer we stray to the subject of speed racer and i really do value you uh, as a co-host and as a friend uh, i don't want to have that discussion so why don't we take oh, a break will, i will have that discussion anytime anytime but if you're too, if you're too scared to broach it that's fine let's, i am absolutely afraid of that conversation you should be you get so violent you will you are like an inch away from getting like 17 more live action adaptations added to this list okay <laughs> okay so don't don't fucking don't test me <laughs> all right all right all right okay bye and I know that makes me sad when I think of it online It's like Oh, oh boy. Okay. Wow. 
uh welcome back um so uh remy this may surprise you but i actually have been uh i i read some anime finally somebody fucking watched some anime because like i have been playing zelda so much <laughs> it's actually really taking over my life in a bad way i've yeah, got to no, finish this uh, fucking game you're, yeah you're down bad with that zelda fever god damn it's so good i honestly was like wow this game's been out for like a, a couple weeks now i think i I bet I've played like 50 or 60 hours of this game already. And somebody else was like, hey, I'm almost at 100 hours. How, how long have you played? And I'm like, God, probably like 60, 70 hours. Uh, and they're like, go check. And I checked and I was at 135. Huh? And what are you at 135 now? 135 hours. I don't know. I'm not going to look again. Huh? I'm not going to look again. Oh, it's too scary. You just, you love that high rule. God damn, if it's not one of the best games ever made. I, God, just, oh my God. Well, uh, I have not been playing any anime like that, unfortunately. I am but a, no. a lowly popper that can't afford uh, a new Nintendo game every time the Golden Goose lays one, okay? What am I meant to made out of Nintendo games? Come on. Uh, no, I, uh, I actually happened upon a weird little story called inside mari and at first it's kind glance, of dismissive way to talk about it <laughs> i found uh, this i found this quirky little uh, dashed off uh, story little napkin writing <laughs> well you know honestly it does kind of have like a sketchy style to it i like it um it's it got does. a yeah it's got a very loose look um kind of light pencil work uh but at least call it a graphic novel oh 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 no i'll call it an anime and that's what it is okay okay fine you read inside mari you want to give us well i've read about 12 13 chapters of it so far so still uh pretty in the beginning i think there's um quite a bit more i'm not exactly sure how many but yeah give us give us the setup so it starts off as your basic isekai and you know how we feel about Isekai on this show. Um, it's like a loser dude who's going nowhere in life, uh, just plays games all day and lives in a trash-filled apartment, doesn't take care of himself. Uh, just doesn't eats, do shit. Yeah, doesn't do shit, just to, eats convenience store food. Has no personality except for regrets. Yep. And on his way to the convenience store to buy his trash food that he loves to eat, uh, he reveals that he has a crush on the cute high schooler who works there part-time, uh, Mari. And Whomst among us, really. <laughs> it, it does your very sta bog-standard Iskai setup. So he goes there, and he notices that she is crossing the street uh, and is about to be hit by a car. Uh-oh. And so he, he jumps out to try and save her. Oh, no. Cut to headlights and next chapter uh he has now uh woken up uh inside of mari's body inside her bedroom damn that's fucking crazy dog he got knocked into her yeah so uh obviously this is nothing special i wouldn't say in the world of uh, uh, uh in the world of these drawn animes as i call them <laughs> jesus christ i know uh, take that one out <laughs> <laughs> no no cut it cut it so it, it seems like it's gonna be your basic like titty gender swap 
kind of set up oh uh, i'm in a girl's body now oh i gotta i gotta go into the girl's bathroom i gotta go take a bath oh am i gonna i'm forced to go through her underwear drawer yeah oh what do i say to all of her girl friends how do i act like a girl oh no uh, and it does carry on like that for maybe the first five, five, six chapters. Um, and then it hit me with a like actual genuine splash of interesting writing. Uh, because obviously this guy is trying to not only figure out um, why he woke up uh, in, in this teenager's body... You know, he wants to figure out what happened to him. And so, logically, he goes to uh, all the spots that his old body, him, used to go to. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, okay, so uh, he's assuming at this point, like, okay, well, maybe we switched bodies. I've got to go find Mari, who is presumably in my body. Well, funny, funny you say that, but yeah. keep going, keep going. Keep <laughs> well, going. eventually he he finds him, he finds himself, and uh, it turns out that they have not switched bodies. Uh, not only is he in, in Mari's body, but he's also himself uh, as a separate person. Oh, fuck, he got brain copied. Yeah. So he copy and pasted over his sister's consciousness. That's what you're saying. Well, they—they they are not, not sister. sisters. Not not sisters. Not, Sorry, no. excuse me. No, this is. I the, slipped into the regular. Again, the regular I, I should reiterate: this is uh, the teenager, the adult <laughs> man developed a crush on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Anyway, I just—I thought that that was genuinely an interesting twist on on the whole setup. Um, you know, from there, I've just kind of gotten into what i think the flow of the comic is going to be where he has met uh mari's best friend who instantly recognizes that that she is not herself and is like uh all kind of revealing herself to be um like an obsessive stalker uh to to mari um and is like threatening to to kill this person if he doesn't find a way to switch back bodies with her. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, I like that. I like that wrinkle. That's a uh, fun one. Yeah. Uh so it's it's interesting. That's like all in the first 12 chapters. That's where I'm at. Great. But I know that there is a lot of the gender swap setup out there and probably not all of it uh, is as interesting as that that particular little twist there. Well, there's plenty of, I mean, there's plenty of exploitation stuff. Obviously, I talked about that, uh, that trash rom com about the alien. Yeah. That does, uh, <laughs> basically a reverse Hirosai Yatsura and, like, j forcefully gender swaps the first boy he sees and <laughs> declares him as his wife. Hey, you're my uh, wife pretty, now. <laughs> yeah. It literally is, hey, you're my wife. Now. Yeah, my wife. Like, no, what are you talking about? Hey, remember, about? remember Borat? My wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. Hey. My wife. Hey, you're the guy with the wife. You got to be careful. <laughs> you don't want to start that back up again now that no. you actually are married. Oh God, I didn't even think of the ramifications. There is a there is a long a long tradition uh, of the ex gender swap exploitation. Um, 
But there are good ones too. You know, I think I'm really excited to read this one. I thought it was uh, uh, there wouldn't be a, a, any kind of murdering going on, uh, but that doesn't decrease my interest. Uh, that sounds great. Well, it's unclear if if this uh, stalker best friend is like genuinely like the killer stalker kind of kind of kind of friend because you mentioned yeah. that other um, uh, manga about about the girl who has like a best friend that's like homicidally obsessed with her, right? Yes, Sayism. Yeah, though it has different titles, but I loved Sayism. Sayism so fucking good. Uh, or if she is just uh, reacting in an exaggerated manner to finding out that a loser is inhabiting her her best friend's body. It would be shocking. I, I have to say, I'm not sure how I would personally react. I mean, I think that we're not, as an audience, we're not supposed to be able to, to know at this point because Mari isn't around as a character that can provide information about herself, right? Um, the... Well, you are a person in the world who who can use their imagination. Like, would you would you threaten to kill the person if you realized somebody had swapped into, I don't know, your wife's body? Would you immediately start threatening to kill them? No, <laughs> you have to think about that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd be just you'd be chill about it. Do you think you think you're good enough to notice? Uh, yeah. No, I think I Are definitely would be. Are you an observant enough person? You, yeah, you'd figure it out. Uh, you know, uh, I think once you spend at least more than a decade around a person, you get a you get a feel for stuff like that. But also, uh, we haven't figured out a way to body swap <laughs> people yet, so it's really a moot point, wouldn't you say? Okay, well, actually, there is a body swapping method, and this is the one I wanted to tell you about before that I thought you said. The mentioning that was funny to me because uh, a long time ago, I read I read a body swap drama that actually uh, it was honestly like fifty fifty coin flip type shit. Whether I was going to read Inside Mari or Mayonaka, no X G ten, okay, because uh, they were both similarly premised body swap mangas but i well, went with uh, you know because... uh, path diverges in the woods right and then and then what i you know, it's it's funny that you chose this and then i ended up reading the other one that you were gonna read oh parallelism yes 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 i think it does prove something about destiny and fate for sure these <laughs> two monumentous occasions meeting <laughs> in this way <laughs> mayanaka was more intriguing to me because it was a little more upfront about the uh, mystery side to it mm -hmm. so it's like there's and this is why i said sister uh there's a, a brother sister pair and uh in this uh you know single father uh i think the mother died tragically at some point and the boy is dealing with it really poorly like he's becoming like a piece of shit shut-in kind of guy sure as you do he's becoming very depressed and like acting out and especially against his sister who he thinks has it really easy because uh, if she seems like she's not being impacted by it at all like she's having a from his perspective her life seems really nice Sure. Um, and one day, as you do, you come across a really creepy flyer that has like 
paranormal implications uh you know everybody this happens to everybody at some point we all go along with it just like he does turns out there is a midnight body swapping game that you can play anonymously online you like you get a deck of cards or something and you when you put the card on top of your body head i can't remember um and go to sleep when you wake up, you will be in a different person's body for the day. Not like permanent. Just a, this is like a tourist. Sure. Uh, a hit and a hit and quit it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hell, dude. If if that is uh, all it takes, that you know, I, I'd give that a try. Oh, I'd give it a try immediately. I'd love to do that shit. I'd get a little tourist action in there. This is when people talk about the communist utopia. This is exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. Yeah, everybody, uh, <laughs> listen up. The communist utopia comes with body swapping technology. Hey, read E&M Banks. I, <laughs> go out there, figure that shit out. Anyway, so he gives it a shot because he's like, well, I hope I can turn into my sister and like have a good time for once in my fucking dreadful life. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> he, he's not hes not in a good space. Uh, so he tries to turn into his sister, turns into someone completely random. Uh, he did not know this was going to happen. he I guess he really did think he was going to get into his sister somehow. He has a weird time. Being this girl is weird. He has a, you know, a couple of moments where he does like, oh, I learned a little bit about being a girl, uh, how it's like. It's Maybe it's harder than I thought. Uh, oh, I should sure. really reconsider you know, uh, getting catcalled, putting on makeup, uh, all of these uh, very well thought out criticisms of the gender dynamic. Yes, yes, all the all the <laughs> all the all, all the usual suspects, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Wow, I had a really enlightening experience. I'm like really refreshed on life. Maybe I should talk to my sister about like some of these like." Uh, unfair grudges I've been holding against her and maybe like try to find the root issues of my problems and he walks into his sister's room and she's fucking dead ah. she's dead bro Whoa. she's fucking dead and it, he's oh, no. covered in blood Oh god, he's the one that killed her oh no god it's so fucked that's so fucked and of course what does he think immediately right Oh, I let some stranger into my body and they murdered my sister. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Is this Total Recall? This is basically Total Recall. Well, Total Recall is about imprinting personalities on top of each other, not actually physically swapping bodies. Oh, man, there's got to be like an early 2000s Tom Cruise movie about this exact thing. If there is, I would love to watch it. Somebody let me know if this is already like an 80s action movie because I'm so in. I mean, there is the... Memento. What's the what's the other Schwarzenegger one? Um, where there's a he finds out he's a clone and there's like a bunch of clones of him. Oh, the sixth day. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> oh my god. I, I haven't actually that. seen that one. Oh, you should watch that one. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really great. Okay. Yeah. He pretends to be an American dude and doesn't give a fuck about the accent, so there's a lot of great accent play going <laughs> on. Uh anyway. Anyway the mystery begins right because he's like i need to find out who was in my body uh and killed my sister so i can uh, presumably get revenge it's, and then we unfold seems like from a popular there. setup these days because that's kind of similar to uh what we talked about you know oceanoko where it's uh i gotta figure out who killed my mom well i mean that's these days murder mysteries has been the standard go-to since our middle 1800s for novels 
Oh man, I would love a anime adaptation of like some Agatha Christie novels. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have some, and you know, if you want to jump track from these rom coms to like detective stories for a while, I have a whole stack of them for you. Oh, There's some boy. good ones. You got an answer for everything. I would say, honestly, for if you want that fucking flavor, like the you know Miss Marple, Agatha Christie, Columbo uh, kind of style of like murder mysteries of the week. Like, you should get on Kendaichi Files. Like, the young Kendaichi Files uh, is all of that shit. And they're really good. They're good mysteries. I mean, I could just play those Professor Layton games. Uh, they're more puzzle games with light anime dusting than a real mystery. I could just watch that Professor Layton anime. I guess you could. I, I still think Kendaichi Files is worth getting a shot. Obviously, there's Case Closed. There's uh, lots of... Lots of you can even argue that a lot of blackjack is down to like mysteries or murder adjacent mysteries. Well, I mean, I anyway, do this love one, that uh, that '90s blackjack. That was some that was some dope shit. Oh, blackjack rules! I've been thinking about it a lot recently, actually. But uh, <laughs> so the mystery aspect of this is he like loves medicine, and he he God he he loves medicine, man. He just, he really loves medicine. That guy just, I've never noticed it about Blackjack before, but have you noticed, like, he fucking loves medicine. <laughs> he's, like, constantly eating it. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's he's got to solve these mysteries, and we discover uh, certain manga uh, uh, ridiculousness creeps in on the edges. We've revealed that uh, you have actually access to special powers when you are inside someone else's body. For example, that oh, comes into wow. play. Yeah, that's um, fuck. That's a. I'm not sure how I feel about that. If I was like a character living in that universe, where you can only have special powers when you're in somebody else's body. Yes, everyone is. It's it is discussed at some point in the manga, and this is a very short run, so you should, absolutely should go out and find it and burn through it. But everybody has a latent special ability but they do not have access to it themselves. Their meat puppet has to be ro uh, uh, remotely activated for the power to come into play. That's how the rules of this universe work. Wow. Yep. Uh, so things get pretty weird um, in good ways, uh, but also uh, it does manage to balance that kind of like, I'm a, I am a boy discovering femininity for the first time, kind of like fun of it without being too exploitation-y about it. Sometimes it does. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it goes there. But it's fucking good. It's a good-ass time. And it is like gender swap uh, done uh, at least entertainingly, if not well. Well, I mean, you know, I think your name kind of set the bar for doing it uh, tastefully and in a uh, classful manner. <laughs> what a tasteful what a tasteful gender swap <laughs> top quality gender swap sir yeah so that was that's fun uh there's other gender swap stuff too it would be fun if we went over some other ones i mean obviously if you've been keeping up with tengoku daimakyo a pretty 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 big one there with pretty impactful uh, I have not. I have not been keeping up with Tengoku Daimakyo. Because you're a fool. You're I a know. fool. Tengoku Daimakyo is some of the best shit that's happening right now. Yeah, I've got a lot not on my plate, the okay? the best shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you haven't even started these movies. Hey, I, you, I don't, don't you don't you. know what it's like to uh, to spend a Freaky Friday in my shoes. Someday I hope we have the technology. 
uh, <laughs> I'll be holding my breath. Uh, once you start the movies, I will let you off the hook for whatever. Until then, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna stay on your chest about this shit. Okay, like a monkey on my back. Yes, I will monkey back you. I will monkey back you, dog. All right, monkey. Have you had enough for this uh, for this episode? Yeah, I, I again, like I said, I've been hard at work on Zelda, just cr- cracking away at it. So I haven't. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't watched very much anime. Uh, for what? <laughs> for once in the show's existence, your anime consumption is on par with mine. It's mostly stalled, though. I still have a million different things I could talk about it, but they're all old things now, and. Uh, uh, they're kind of stale. Uh, I could, re- I, you know, I could reheat one of them if we need to. I've got some wacky ass shit. Always have some wacky ass shit in the back catalog we could talk about. Uh, we still haven't talked about Giri Giri out, uh, which I'm really excited to get to at some point. Well, uh, until next time, dear listener, uh, it's been great spending time with you. I really love these conversations. We will we will talk about some weird shit next time, I guess. Maybe we'll get to Giri Giri out. Who knows? Uh, it's up to fate and uh, our intertwined destiny to decide. We'll find out together, you and I, beloved, handsome, and beautiful listener, in the next episode of Anime Death Spiral. Bye. Bye. And uh, I'm going to turn my voice off so I don't annoy myself. Okay.